welcome to Joyful Abundance Happiness Podcast. Today is May 30, 2021, and it is time for our to release our podcast on the topic of the monthly theme, Meaningful is Joy. So, what does it mean? Meaningful is joy? Meaningful is joyful? How? How could it be? And, and what is a meaningful life we're gonna talk about this in this podcast and i hope you would have some time right now to uh enjoy our podcast together and make some notes and um yes share your comments after you listen and follow our podcast page in facebook instagram youtube joyful abundance happiness even in linkedin and tiktok and tumblr all right so meaningful matters we were just focusing on the meaningful matters of joyful abundance happiness life coaching podcast here and we talked about, you know, in the earlier week podcast, we talked about our aim and goal of the podcast, which is focused on joyful lifestyle, focused on acquiring abundance mindset and becoming a happiness hero. It's three goal of our life coaching podcast living a joyful lifestyle acquiring i'm repeating it myself because just to make it clear and to you know not to confuse people and to you know have a meaning you know of our podcast that's our that's the you know meaning of our podcast that we're focused on this that's what we're doing so people will be not out confused that what is joyful when it's happiness what is it <laughs> all right so last few weeks early like we did our, our podcast on based on joyful lifestyle and how we can attain it and we did a three separate separate podcasts on each how to attain it is by checking out some activities on daily of action of happiness calendar have you checked it out guys are you participating on some of the activities that's the first podcast that we did on and second podcast was also based on the happiness calendar from the good science center greater good science center those two are the calendars activities that are focused on joyful lifestyle and that's what we're encouraging and we'll always have a podcast on these every month and uh, just a sample of it plus also very essential part of our routine is the daily examining God's word from the Bible these three are just uh, focused or pushed encouraged for living at living a joyful lifestyle in order to acquire live a joyful lifestyle we can participate some of the activities from the calendar and study the god's word so it might bring it might help us to live a joyful lifestyle that's our encouragement and let us know if you have tried it 
did you enjoy it did you not or you know did it worked okay so this is what we're focused on and having joyful lifestyle so okay today we are doing the podcast on our monthly theme which is stated as meaningful is joy what does it mean meaningful is joy okay well it means for us it means um it is living meaningful life that is joyful it is brings joy when you do something meaningful it is joyful but doing things that you know that doesn't matter and it's not priority and you're wasting your life and time that is going to rob you of your joy steal your happiness hence you know we got to focus on life that is more meaningful so um here i'm about to play all right so here is the um small short interview that i've um would like to play it is of the maria shriver is who is a journalist author and a former first lady of california she has received a peabody award and been a co-anchor on cbs and nbc and is an emmy award winning producer Maria is a New York Times best-selling author a few times over. She works with Alzheimer's and helps with so many charities around the world. Maria's been through a lot in her life, but she still shows up for all of us. Wow. So this is just um awesome like you know to know uh i mean i haven't known about her at all but on this topic of meaningful life she have written a book that is focused on the leading a living a meaningful creating a meaningful life so um this was really interesting interview so i just like to share it with you guys and i hope you'd enjoy and um maybe you know i'm interested in that book myself i might have a pick on it or do more research on that book and uh i mean uh, i did read some pages but i really like to um go through more deeply later <laughs> all right so let's hear her interview and this was uh on the program on the podcast from um from the louis Lewis, Mr. Lewis Lewis, who's the interview authors all the time. So, okay, let's hear the interview now. We could look at people less as others and more like ourselves. I went to the, and I think that if we could look at people less as others and more like ourselves, I went to this retreat uh, that Richard Rohr, and he wrote that, you know, if you have a heart and soul, so does that person that's pushing your buttons. So does that person that is a different political party than you. And if you want love and forgiveness and understanding, that person is entitled to it too. The great 
book. It's a great book. It's a great day, and it's a it's a yippee moment. We've got yes. Maria Shriver in the house. Thank you so much for being here. Okay, um, just a little bit introduction about the Louis Hoes is uh, the best-selling author as well and interpreter interpreter as well and he has the podcast called the school of happiness so let's hear the interview again thank you very excited about this you gave me a hug out there now you're shaking my hand well, I okay i see over. how it is okay <laughs> i'll give you a bigger hug when you leave <laughs> okay um you've got a book out called i've been thinking reflections prayers and meditations for a meaningful life mm-hmm. a very inspiring book I read most of it. I haven't finished it, but <gasps> my audience knows that I rarely finish books. Really? But just the point that I got through most of it was very inspiring. Oh, that is so really. I was committed. It's hard for me to read and stay focused. It's hard for me to get. Well, the through. goal of this book is that you can pick it up and put it down, pick it up and put it down, and it's done in kind of spurts. So there's a reflection, there's mm-hmm. a quote for inspiration, and there's a prayer at the end of every. Um, chapter so to speak but it was done conscious of people's attention span conscious of people's um the speed at which people are going in life and it's designed to uh slow you down mm-hmm. it's designed to get you thinking it's designed to get you to be reflective about your own life about what i'm talking about do you agree not agree um does it resonate do you have something different to say about it cuz they're all really kind of chapters about what constitutes a meaningful life. Yeah. Do you think we're going too fast right now? Oh, for sure. For sure. We're doing yeah. too much. Well, I think that the world is, you know, 24 hours a day, right? And people feel I think that they have to keep up. They have to post, they have to read, they have to see what everybody else is doing so everybody's comparing each other to the other person and uh so I think that and I think that's really of all ages actually. Really? I think yeah, I think it's, you know, certainly acute for young people, uh kids who are in, you know, even grade school, middle school, high school, college. It's cute for people who are coming into the workplace to see kind of how they're comparing to people they went to school with or, you know, are they going to be as successful as Mark Zuckerberg when he was 30 what's wrong with them that they didn't come up with the bird you know uh so it's all the of bird scooters, that, the bird scooters right yeah so it's you know so young people are thinking about that women are worried about you know their careers their families are they going to have a kid are they not and what's going to happen and so i think there's a lot of that going on and so i advocate for really a moment in everybody's day to step back step off to reflect because i think all great thinkers and all great people had um you know a practice of stepping mm-hmm. out and stepping back because that's the only way you could actually have an original thought yeah i think growing up you know i used to go to church all the time and then at uh-huh. some point in my 20s i kind of stopped doing that and uh-huh. i think there's a lot of young adults who kind of stopped that tradition from from my experience at least and then they don't have the time to reflect they don't right. have the time to think like you're talking about right and that's why i think that meditation has got this big movement right now mm-hmm. where it's like the new prayer for some people that maybe don't believe in religion or church or for whatever reason they're not going anymore uh-huh. it's their opportunity to to sit and just be as opposed to constantly do right right but i think the benefit of church is that it's communal right Absolutely. you're in community so you're gathering and you're part of something larger i'm a big advocate of meditation mm-hmm. but it's singular it's alone again right so um i think the myself i think people are gravitating to that because they're like anxious they're high strong they they need relief and meditation provides that but i think really what ultimately provides that is connection 
right? It's being in community, in connection with another person, making a real-life friend, uh, knowing that real-life friend will pick you up if you get a flat tire or if your bird gets stuck on the side of the road. But that's a real person, right? And that... As opposed to a social media person. Well, or, you know, and I think there are great communities on social media, but they're, it's different than someone who will sit with you at the doctor's office. It's different than someone who will come over when you're really hurting. Um, you know, those are different people. Those people can become bad. But I think that um, so many of the people of all ages that I talk to know that there's something wrong with the way we're all living, that it's going so fast. And so they're looking for alternative ways to live. Meditation offers that, right? People look to exercise to offer that. They look to be of service to offer that. So I think that um, we're human beings and connection is what we need. And we, you know, whether you want to call it love, community, connection, I think all of us want to live a meaningful life. I think everybody wants to be great. And I advocate that people already are just by their being. And I think we mistake oftentimes that you have to do something to be great. So just being alive. I think you're divine by being alive. I think you are, you know, if you're a good person, that's great. If you are being a great daughter, a great son, a great brother, a sister, a great, you know, partner, whatever that is, that's great. You know, we don't, I think we put so much pressure on each other to, quote, achieve something so we can be in the school of greatness or we can be viewed as great by others. And so often those people don't feel great themselves, right? That they're just rushing through life. So I've come to, you know, find that the people, you know, what makes me feel great is really being in connection with other people. And you've been surrounded by some of the most, you know, celebrated people, you know, of our lifetime. You've you've spent time with people like that. Mm-hmm. Are those individuals, you don't have to name names, but are those individuals typically happy and feel like they're living mean, meaningful lives? Or is it kind of split where some of them are miserable, but they look like they're achieving a lot? Well, I think that's always, you know, everybody has their own path. Mm-hmm. And uh, I grew up around people who um, did really great things, moved, you know, societies, moved countries, moved... Um, and there, they had a great deal of restlessness about them, uh, a great deal of drive about them, a great deal of rage and anger about some kind of injustice, and that's what propelled them. I've also been around other people who, uh, you know, lived their lives in different ways, and I think they characterize success differently than maybe people I grew up with. And I think so. I think it's always. Um, you know, different. I think people have such different paths. I've found that people get to a certain place in life where they do wonder, like, am I on the right path? Is this all there is? Maybe I should switch it up. I think the first part of life is different than the middle and different from the end of it. Um, I think that's super interesting. And um, I think... um, I think really great, great people that we meet, you know, that are super, super successful people are complicated by and large. Why is that? Well, I think, it, you know, it's, it's uh, complicated to be, you know, I don't know how you're defining great, but, you know, if you're, um, I guess, you know, trying to run for president of the country, or I, you know, if you're Putin, those people are complicated, <laughs> right? So I think... Um, are there any people that are extremely driven and say have achieved great things or achieved big 
things that aren't complicated? Well, I don't know. It depends on the person. You know, certainly, I, you know, what I know of, like, the Dalai Lama or Bishop Tutu, and I had the good fortune to meet Mandela, I would say that, you know, at the point when I met him, perhaps he was less complicated than had I met him when he was a young man and he... Um, was driven. And was, and, yeah. yeah, and he was on his way to prison, and then you meet somebody who's on their way out, they're a very different person, right? Right. So um, I think um, I'm always interested in people who grow, and evolve, because I think that's why we're here. Um, you know, I think sometimes people say, well, so-and-so said I changed. I'm like, thank God, because who wants to be at 50 exactly the same you are at 20? I've always said that about politics. You know, we penalize political leaders for evolving and for changing their opinion. We say, like, you said 20 years ago on this day that you felt like this, and now you're changing your mind. And that, to me, is always a good sign, because that means life impacted you you opened your eyes you allowed yourself to evolve and to change and in this book i write about some of the things that i was wrong about where i have reevaluated mm. my opinion on that and i think um that's a good thing yeah. to um think differently did something immoral or they went to prison or who yeah just well i think out. yeah i think everybody you know i would you know want to be able to offer them a a place of safety and sanctuary and work through whatever that is i'm not scared of people who have dark sides or who yeah. make mistakes because i think we all have that i think we all um you know are imperfect we all have darkness we all have light we all have complexity we all have simplicity we all fall down we all need to be raised up so i think that you know um no, I can't. I can't really imagine yeah. what that would be. I hope um, because I would think that whatever you know caused that or happened, there must be some reason, and I should work through it with. Yeah. yeah. What's What's the dark side of you? Oh, I'm restless. I'm complicated. I'm driven. Um, you know, um, there's a lot there. You know, yeah. and there's a lot of good. There's a lot of light. There's a lot of complexity. I was saying to my brother the other day, I'm a lot, I'm a lot. He goes, you've always been a lot. It's okay. And, um, you know, he goes, don't be afraid of your allotness. And, um, but I'm uh, curious. I'm uh, indefatigable. I'm kind of, um, you know, but I'm also fun. I'm uh, really fun. I'm adventurous. I'm curious. So I think, you know, the good and the bad, right? It's, and I don't like to look at it as bad. But I, I think of like, you know, that maybe my allotness might scare some people, but I'm interested in people who are a lot too, so. Yeah. And who was the most influential person for you growing up? Was it your mom? My mom definitely um, influenced me um, tremendously. Um, my kind of family in, influenced me tremendously. Mm -hmm. And um, <clears throat> The greatest lesson you think you learned from your mom? Life is a marathon, not a sprint. You're going to have it, you know, over a lifetime, but not all at once. And, uh, you know, don't judge yourself at that moment that you haven't done X, Y, or Z. And so I really now, I practice kind of visualization of where I want to be kind of towards the end of my life or in 15 years from now. Who do I want around me? What do I want that picture to look like? What do I want to be able to look back on and say? Uh, that I did and 
um, the company I kept. And so I work towards that vision. I call it, and I write about it in the book, I call it the open field. Mm -hmm. And so I, I visualize that that's where I want to go. I visualize getting there. I visualize who will be at the table with me. And I visualize, and then I concentrate on making sure that those people in my present day uh, feel loved, feel seen, feel um, that I have time for them yeah. because I want them to be there for me yeah. at the end. I think I heard you say that the open field is a place beyond fear and resentment and guilt and shame and insecurity yeah. where you can be your people in my present day uh, feel loved, feel seen, feel. Um, that I have time for them because yeah. I want them to be there for me yeah. at the end. I think I heard you say that the open field is a place beyond fear and resentment and guilt and shame and insecurity yeah. where you can be your most of guilt and shame and insecurity yeah. where you can be your most of Yeah. From all the people you've God met, love family. You've done. Faith, love, family. Faith, love, family. Yeah. What about those three? What about them? Yeah. That's what I tell you you need. You That's need what faith. I you need love and you need family. Faith, love, family. Yeah. I've thought about it. There you go. There you go. What happens when we don't have family? I think you feel alone. You feel, you know, disconnected. You feel, you know, obviously, for, I'm just speaking for myself. Uh, you know, I think, um, I mean, I can't imagine because I grew up in a big family and yeah. family to me. Uh, and I always like to also broaden that concept of family because your children bring people into family. And um, I think, you know, um, even if you're separated in a marriage or divorce, that person is still always family. So I think family is, um, for me, you know, I have four brothers, I have nieces and nephews. And if my brother said to me, you know, walking out of here, I need you in Boston tomorrow, done. I, I just feel for me, that's a sense of like yeah. stability, grounding in the world. I think, you know, for me, having faith uh, gets you through the tough times, which everybody inevitably is going to have. As I say to my children all the time, don't think you're going to be immune from really challenging stuff because everybody has really challenging yeah. stuff and how you navigate that, how you hold yourself in it, how you get through it. Um, I think it would be hard to get through it without faith. Yeah. And Just I because think, you're so-and-so's kids and you might have more Well, I don't think any of that because I think there's a matter. lot of people with money who with terrible pain and no family and yeah. who are sad and alone. Money is not... You know, I don't like I don't put my three things money. Right. Um, I think, you know, they've done actually a lot of studies about that, that it's a certain amount of money where people feel like that they have a roof over their head. They can put food on the table, but there's no difference between that. I think the last number of that, I think, was as I did a, um, a story on that. I think the number was one hundred thousand or seventy thousand dollars or something. There was no differentiation between that and like millions, millions. and that people really um you know, it's that they're loved, that they have family, and that they have faith. And yeah, really, I don't know. That's the next book title. What? Faith, love, and family. Faith, love, and family. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, before I ask you the final question, I want to acknowledge you for a moment, Maria, for oh. for being a stand for humanity. Because in a world where so many people are doing and need to accomplish 
you're constant you're doing but you're also yeah. constantly reminding us to be loving yeah. and compassionate thank you for your example as a mother to raise incredible children who are all being compassionate kind individuals i'm sure they have be. i'm sure they have their challenges and yeah. moments but yeah uh, i think you know you've you've gone through a lot in your life and to to still be here showing up with so much love in your heart Thank for all you. of us is really inspiring and i want Thank to acknowledge you. you for all that you do and the way that you're being Thank with me you. and always Thank you. Um, make Thank sure you, you guys for doing that. Yeah, of course of course yeah. make wonderful uh interview with maria shriver on the reflections for a meaningful life with lewis hoes so um now let's get back to the podcast so before yeah the um would before uh we just had an interview on the meaningful life and now i'd like to just share seven paths to a meaningful life well um it's not from the book but this is from the quotes so well of course um it is uh, if you're doing these things that's mentioned you're living a life which makes makes it meaningful and brings joy okay so first step is use time wisely and well so how much time do you spend on your goals every day number 2 it is love a lifetime of learning which new skills you learn today number 3 nurture your passions are you developing your passion number 4 is transform shyness into social engagement number 4 would you be friendly and humble and take initiative to network and become social go for interviews and you know do interviews like you know learn about other people their work and um actress all right and number 5 remake your image do you need to update yourself with new um believes your new attitudes new um fashion or new makeup or new you know yes new self number 6 become a positive deviant so uh when negative challenges you would you take it in and chew it and digest it and spit it out with positivity could you so could you digest that negativity and turn transform into positive number 7 it is train yourself to become an everyday hero number 7 yes where are you going in your life are you walking wisely or unwisely being true or fraudulent deceptive taking action in protecting oneself or and others from harm or doing evil satanic deeds so choose your pathways and become every day hero walking in the righteous path so these are the seven leads and some questions for you so about you know goals to live a meaningful life now i'm just going to share from the bible's perspective and of course um the religion teach that what meaningful life is like it is of course chasing non-material things like non-material things 
like more like uh, being conscious of spiritual things and seeking God blessings and repentance loving God with whole heart mind and soul and putting it first in our lives like as Proverbs 10:22 says the blessing of the Lord it maketh rich and he addeth no sorrow with it so what is this verse is talking about it's talking about contentment in God's blessing is happiness the price of real joy in life is contentment in the blessings of the Lord that gives meaning like you know if you become um it's like yeah when um you do things you live according to the God's will you want to do repent and uh, change yourself according to the God's will when the God say well done you know that will and you make try to do things that make God happy yeah that is joyful and uh when you um and number also this verse it talks about that God gives us what we need and God gives us when we need so God seldom gives us more than we need so would you thank God for every day you are you know you get a new day new opportunity new new uh, chance to live your life and uh, would you thank God for providing you every day with your necessities the bread food shelter that you need in your life also Proverbs ten twenty two, we can learn that some of the blessing that are not from the Lord from God it is number one number eight it is gotten unwisely like of course some people might be so happy and feel accomplished because they deceive somebody and you know they did a perjury they do a robbery they do murder and they think that you know oh no one caught me and they think okay hey you know i deceive that people i'm so smart that kind of a joy this kind of a joy are meaningless they don't they are very harmful and this is uh, of course this choice is not the blessings from god god did not give that person skill to deceive somebody god never teaches some people to deceive someone and um, make someone's life hell so um of course and so that is not from god but it's from satan okay so again these are not the blessings of the lord which are gotten unscripturally like a wise christian gets his counsel from bi biblically minded counselors and obeys the bible even over his counselors so yeah if there is a happiness uh, in your life that you receive it from breaking god laws not following not living according to the bible that is not true happiness and it is it could it it is it is not going to be true peaceful it's not going to be joyful and meaningful as well so and god unto 
hastily. So if you've gotten your blessings too hastily, hastily, without a careful examination or, you know, without purification, but just in a rush, expedi excessive speed or urgency hurriedly, well, is with lack of consideration, attention, and, you know, hasty decision, hasty, you know, without doing more research and doing, taking more uh, precautions, then that's also, it's going to be uh, painful, you know, that's going to be painful because it could be wrong judgment it could be wrong decision and we would have to suffer consequences so um yes so but of course the blessings from god just focus on the blessings of god and whatever things that you attain from the world and from unscriptural it is not the blessings of god and um be careful to again uh, live a humble life to change your attitude and follow follow god god's word and faith have strong faith walk in faith family and love just like sister maria Rivers mentioned right that makes the life more meaningful okay so Lastly, I would like to ask you these important five questions for your homework and for your task about creating a meaningful life from myquestionlife.com. If you have a pen and paper, you could jot it down and you could jot it down on your journal, reflect upon it and ask yourself these questions to create your meaningful life. The first question it is what gives you joy well for me let me do my homework right now here <laughs> for me it's for example for me it is like counting god's blessings and trying to live a repentant life humbling oneself transforming oneself according to god's will and cutting off from evil things attitudes and fleeing from the poisonous and toxic environment that fills up with greed jealousy hatred and violence fake fraud scams deceptions well that brings me joy well you know i'll be seeking god blessings and seeking to change attitude and repent and you know but uh, you know running away from fleeing from greed jealousy hatred you know scams and deceptions gotta be careful on watching that avoiding those and seeking going chasing god blessings and repentance so that brings me joy to what fills you up with the purpose of course my passion my career as a life coach and trying to keep up with putting spiritual stuffs on top priority despite facing a lot of life's challenges and uh, overcoming you know those problems in life tragedies traumas and um, adversities the challenges that may make you you know difficult to you know do fulfill your passion and your purpose and you know it will 
really, you know, the pathway would be really twisted, roller coaster, ups and downs, and you know, ways and ways. But yeah, got to continue, you know, developing the passion and continue focus on the purpose and going steady direction, no matter wherever the life takes you, like a hurricane or throws at you like a big stone or a big thunder and everything is your life is overturned and you know and then you're lost yeah don't ever lose your passion don't ever lose your purpose just keep carrying on keep after the destructions after the natural disasters like you know big uh destruction again pick yourself your pieces up and carry on with your passion and purpose. So, yeah, that is, you know, that will make your life meaningful. So, number three question, what makes you want to get out of bed in the morning? What makes me want to get out of the bed in the morning? Of course, it's my goals and tasks to do and need to follow up. Sometimes I feel like when I'm down, I don't want to get up. I don't want to see this day. <laughs> I don't want to do anything anymore. Like I feel discouraged. But again, um, when I do my passion, when I spend time all day on my goals, and uh, again, it will generate the encouragement and happiness it will just bring me happiness and it will bring back the joy in the life in my journey and it brings meaning into my life and so again i'd love to thrive and strive back again so of course these goals and tasks to do and things to follow up always want me to get out of the bed in the morning Number four, what does success look like for you? What does success look like for me? It is losing everything that doesn't give passion or purpose to my life. I don't care if it's losing a property. I don't care if it's losing a group of families or uh, I don't care if it's losing... A wonderful opportunities or a lottery whatever it is I don't care I'll lose it but you know I don't want to lose but that doesn't fuel my passion and purpose hey would that you know give meaning to my life would that fulfill the purpose of my life would all this stuff help me develop my passion well, you know, that will, that will count. So I would just um, like to keep gaining everything that would give passion and purpose to my life. And I, I'm not, I don't care if I have a huge loss, if I go bankruptcy, but um, I lose the stuff that makes me bad or does not uh, give me any passion or doesn't, get involved or doesn't develop my develop me but it makes me more bad person i would just um be happy losing it and success is for me to lose 
things that doesn't go with my life but you know and that usually happens so and I would love to gain everything that will help me in my passion and purpose that is what success means to me and now okay number four question okay let me recap again the, uh, before i um, go to the last question first question was what gives you joy second question was what fills you with purpose third question was what makes you want to get out of bed in the morning fourth question is what does success look like for you and now the last question that you can ask to create a meaningful life it is what are you comparing your efforts to and should you be doing this well uh for me my own answer well and i'm jotting down in my journal right now it is to my i'm comparing myself to no one and of course everyone is unique their own life experience but i would like to compare myself a little bit more to the um hebrews 12 verse 1 it says like to the bible that that the race is talking about running the race of life or like in the bible it mentions about walking the narrow path of life that only like few survives and few can get through while whole lot of bunches follow the wide road that often leads to destruction so you know i am trying to follow uh compare myself to run with endurance the rest that is said before us like in hebrew 12 when it says let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance i'm comparing myself like that the running for the race of life and to you know choose chase after the real life not the life that is like you know temporary that is perishable but imperishable one and a peaceful one like in first corinthians 9 verse 25 it says run for the prize that will last forever all right so okay that was the last question and again the last question number five what what are you comparing your efforts to and should you be doing this yes i should be doing this and yeah despite anything any anxiety and pain you know or sometimes you know any challenge that we face it is very necessary to get out of that situation and plan our action and steps to take care of things that matters like our passion and purpose in life and our goals in life so how can we do that you know and how can we stay focused in uh, our matters important things in our life and create a happy meaningful life despite you know feeling depressed challenged disturbed damaged or despair difficulties how do you do it so simple answer is it is by having abundance mindset like we can acquire it by using positive affirmations and quotes and searching for others perspective from third person or studying and meditation on god's holy words the bible 
like there's a quotation is saying like it's a positive information i love to read that affirmations or the quotations from the warrior spirit i like uh, to always read that so it says like over here that it's quoted by horatio jones that instead of saying i'm damaged i am broken i have trust issues you have to say i'm healing i'm rediscovering myself and i'm starting over so these are kind of like a uh, uh, positive affirmations that you can change change all negative to positivity when you do that you have abundance mindset it could help you overcome you know and become more powerful despite you know feeling damaged or despair continue having the warrior spirit by positive affirmation positive quotations and like there's another quotation uh and also look up in the bible like you know look at the what does the god view in this situation what does god wants to tell you in this situation what does he want you to do what does he view what is his viewpoint and what is his feelings and what is god thinking about this situation it's good to reflect upon that that can help you when you're feeling despair damaged and you know like in Ephesians 2 4 to 10 says judge your worth and value by what God says about you in his word not by how somebody else treats you what does God view you what does God he say about you that should be more important than oh you know the guy treat me this way he came into my life he played with my life and he um deceived me he robbed me he blah 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 and you know i feel like i'm worthless i feel like i'm stupid no that's not the way it should be the bible is telling the verse is telling that what does the god says what does the god views like you know what does god feel for you in the bible it's already written that God has sent his only begotten son to for ransom for us to gain the life and get to know him get close to him God is saying that hey you're heartbroken you have anxiety throw it all upon me I'll take care of you I'll provide you all the necessities you know say God it's all written in the bible that you know people who ever following after the materials the things in the world if they will in the riches of life they're just going to stab themselves with the pain and even in the word is written that even your own mother even in your if your own family throws you away discards you i will take you in that's all written in the bible and it's written that he will lead us show us transform us you know to his will to you know make us wiser give us guidance to the pathway of the life and give us meaning to life if we keep on seeking him putting his first in life keep um and um, you know putting into our daily routine to spend some time studying his word communicating with god in prayers in studying his word and maybe applying his principles in life and doing more research on it doing more volunteer work on it and apply the principle in life whatever you do in the dealings in your life 
whatever challenges you outcome you face what does the god says about it how do you god how does god wants you to react do it apply it it can help you um always it will protect you it will always lead you to the very peaceful life and meaningful life and um it will the blessings of god is so it's like it's it doesn't have no pain when you god says hey my child you are walking the right way you're not doing the wrong harmful things you're doing the right things you know you want to be doing don't you want to hear a commendation from your loved ones your mom or your teacher saying saying like well well done you know if god says you if whatever things that you do he say well done that's you handle it nicely or you know you're taking you learn you change you repent it um yeah to you know when to when god says that that is so much precious then you know anything achieving anything in the world because everything in the world is going to perish one day money is going to finish the family is going to you know people's going to die and everyone's going to be imperfect they will nobody's perfect nobody's going to be loyal to you 100% you can't trust anybody 100% you always have risk but with god there is no risk at all trusting him loving him and he is always loyal faithful god will never betray you never destroy you he always show you the pathway to to be alive to thrive and again to you know go on and on have peace forever from deep inside satisfaction and truly meaningful life he'll lead us over there all right so um yep so would you get stuck with anxiety and pain and you have no desire to do anything would you still stay numb and frozen or you know would you break free so would you do what's necessary to get out of that situation and plan action and steps to take care of the things that matters yep so always remember to have that abundance mindset abundance mindset is god's mindset and also positive affirmation help us you know um with making our mind stronger and not be damaged by damaged and you know despaired or you know um by by difficulties or negativities in life so now let's become a hero let's get up let's take action and apply what we learn and uh save save ourselves save the world you know being happy doesn't mean everything is perfect but it means that we've decided to look beyond the imperfections it's the again the quotations from the warrior spirit but um if that is anything related to spiritism i don't believe in any spiritism i'm not encouraging you to go there and i don't 
I'm not a worshiper of Buddha too, but of course it's a quotation from Tiny Buddha. It's just a quotation, but uh, of course I don't believe in them. But that's their viewpoint, and of course, uh, being happy doesn't mean everything is perfect in life. So joyful abundance, happiness, life coaching podcast. It's not about like oh, uh, it's just talking about just a happy life and uh, what is happiness. Well, that is easy. Everybody has happiness, you know. But it's more. This podcast is more about how to. You know, continue. Uh, you know, continue like a battle every day to remain. You know, to maintain that happiness. You know, to happy anyone can be happy anytime. But yeah, we'll have a. You know, anyone can have any bad time anytime. So, how do we survive and thrive and maintain our happiness healthily? That is what it's focused on. So, and then in order to maintain our happiness. We are focused on three main things. Again, I would like to repeat that is joyful lifestyle, abundance mindset, acquiring abundant mindset, living a joyful lifestyle, and um, trying to becoming a happiness hero. So these three tasks will continue to help us to maintain our happiness in life. And so, um, and. Uh, this is a very important, meaningful matters of our podcast and um, our focus. And I hope this today's podcast, meaningful is joy, helped you to learn more about how to create a meaningful life and um, and what is a meaningful life and how is God blessings, you know gives meaning to life and so rewarding life peaceful life so and uh don't forget about the questions five questions and um that's your task to do write it down jot it down in the journal and i hope you go through it and help you to reflect upon the meaning of your life and to create even more meaningful life and if you are already living meaningful life that is just awesome for you that you know that you are doing it and i hope you enhance it more and um continue on so thank you so much everyone for listening to our podcast and for your support and love again and um i would love to say that if you have any comments and messages and opinions continue to send us we'll appreciate it all and i would catch up with you guys in next podcast of joyful abundant happiness life coaching podcast so thank you all catch up next podcast bye